This is the Bride Chilla Podcast. It used to be called the Save the Date Wedding Podcast. Same host, better jokes, new name. Enjoy the show. The show that nearly didn't make it to air this week. Well, for some of you, I disappeared early in the week. Welcome to the show. I am Alicia. I must provide a very brief explanation. Last weekend, we rebranded the show, as Cara Lee just said. Very exciting. We've been working towards this rebrand for like, I'm not even kidding. This started back in last September. This is crazy. And then I thought I will redo the show description and sex it up a little bit because since I first wrote the show description 18 months ago, the show's changed a little bit. I've loosened up. So I put the term... Uh, bullshit free wedding planning and then hit the uh, enter button didn't even think of it and then today while I'm sitting at my desk at work I get an email I'm recording this on Monday by the way because I have other activities to do throughout the week Uh, that was a very creepy voice and then I receive an email from the iTunes saying your show has been removed from iTunes all right no explanation good day and look iTunes are a very big company as we know they pretty much own the planet Apple. So you sort of have to do what they say, but they didn't tell me what I'd done wrong. And it wasn't until later on that I realized it was the swears. Now, you know, if you are a regular listener to this show, I would say even if you've heard one episode of this show, that sometimes my mouth is from the South, literally. No shit, Sherlock. So look, we weren't surprised, I suppose. I went through lots of different things. I'm like, oh my gosh, have I used something that's been, is a copyright situation? I'm always very careful with that. I've got to, look, I did media law at university. I know what you can and can't use. And then I was like, oh my gosh, has someone got it in for me? And they've reported the podcast, paranoid, don't know why. And then I read, read the description. I was like, oh fuck, I've put the word bullshit in. Clearly they don't like it. And then I thought, well, they should listen to the show because it gets a lot harsher than that. Although, as you would know, I usually label them explicit. And I know a lot of you have actually picked my show to download because I'm one of the only wedding podcasts that have the little E next to it. <laughs> anyway, that has been a drama. I really hope by the time you are listening to this show, it's all reinstated. I say this with great hope. They say 24 hours. We will see. This could be next week for all I know. Today on the show, I am extending the final day of Groom Chiller Week, and I'm so happy that I get to share two interviews that I have been uh, I've been holding on to for this very week. And one is with Stephen or Stephen. I can't do his accent. That's bad. He's Irish. That was a terrible, terrible excuse for an Irish accent. Stephen is getting married tomorrow. His wedding is tomorrow in Ireland. I've been sitting next to him, well, close to him at work, and uh, he has been sort of secretly doing the last-minute wedding preparations on his work computer, and I just drift over there and try and give him advice. He is... Now, again, if you have listened to the Backpack backpack Catalogue, that's not a real thing, the Back Catalogue of the podcast, you would have heard my story about when Rich and I went to Bali on our honeymoon, and I was unfortunately bitten by a rabid monkey. And uh, it really turned into a saga where I had to go to various hospitals because they thought I possibly could have rabies. I mean, it's the dream honeymoon story, but I mean, it's the dream comedian honeymoon story because I returned to Australia and was hosting uh, in the studio, was part of a hosting team for a morning television show the next morning. And I appeared on this show, I told the story very lightheartedly and then took myself back to the uh, emergency ward after 
the broadcast in full hair and makeup for them to say, yes, you're going to need to have some special human immunoglobulin bloody uh, special injection because we still think you might have rabies. Now, I, of course, I didn't have rabies. But I'm telling this lovely gentleman who is going off to have his honeymoon about my rabbit rabies experience. And uh, look, it's probably not the best thing to be telling him. But then I think, well, he could have just gone back and listened to the past 185 episodes of the Bride Chiller podcast. And then he really would get to know me. And that probably would scare him more. I would love to share with you this very brief interview I did with Stephen. And what was lovely about it is he has said to me off mic, I feel guilty because I haven't really been doing as much stuff as Scylla, his uh, beautiful fiance, has been doing. But it's sort of nice. He's got a good attitude towards it. He's got some good advice. And I'm really happy to share his lovely accent with you. Also in the show, I'm going to share another interview with you that I did. I'm just picking up all these. It's dodgy. I'm just picking up all these guys from work. Uh, Will, my lovely friend Will, who has just come back from his wedding in Canada. There's a twist to that which I will leave him to tell the story because it's quite good. But it's just nice to hear the perspectives, I think, from real-life grooms. And Stephen and Will are in quite different situations, but they're both getting married OS. Well, I mean, Stephen is getting married in in Ireland at home. It's OS to me. And, uh, you know, they've both had varying levels of participation in planning their wedding. So I thought they were two ideal Friday Quickie uh, episode interviews to be sharing with you bride chillers and groom chillers how have you found this week that's my question have you enjoyed the groom chiller vibes do we want to hear from more groom chillers i personally would love to hear more voice messages from groom chillers because i know you're out there i do receive emails from you i know you follow me on social media and it's just great to hear the feedback I know a lot of couples listen together. I do try and make this, I was going to say a sexless podcast, that, and or asexual is also not probably the correct term. Uh, I don't want it to be asexual or sexless. I just want it to be open grounds for everyone to get something from it. I know sometimes we go into bridesmaid mode or maid chiller mode, and uh, sometimes we talk about dresses and stuff. Who cares? You just be, you know, I feel like I try and keep the topics open enough for everyone to be involved. Okay, let's head to my little interview, which we did in a, in a I was going to say a hallway. It was a hallway. The stairwell at work with Stephen, very professional, and Alicia. Now this week, Stephen, it is Groom Chiller Week on the Bride Chiller podcast. And you are getting married this week. So I thought I have to speak with you. How are you feeling? Yeah, not too bad. Really looking forward to it. Getting married on Saturday, so uh, all the preparations are finally done. One or two little bits left to do when we go back home, obviously, because we're getting married in Galway, in the west of Ireland. Um, but we're getting there. All the excitement's kicking in for the flight tomorrow morning. So you are free. As of tomorrow, you're clocking off, you're heading to do the celebrations. What's left on the list? Oh, God. We have to do... Uh, what's not? Well, we have to do um, a little bit of the table plan. You know, right. And, uh, move a few people around, as no one's ever satisfied or happy when, the, when they find out who they're sitting next to, as you know. Are you telling people in advance? That's very good of you. Oh, just one or two relatives that obviously cheekily asked. So I had to, uh, had to give them the lowdown and, uh, and readjust a little bit. So, uh, but no one else has been told. We're keeping the rest as a little secret until then, because I can't face doing any more of it. Yeah, I would say, keep it strong now, quiet... No more talking. 
they sit where you fucking tell them to sit. <laughs> this is it. We learned by our mistakes. So, uh, yeah, no one else is going to know. That's it. Until uh, the bell rings on the day for them to go in for their dinner, that's it. That's when they'll find out. Good. As it should be. Now, listen, you are a groom. You've been planning. Tell me about the process. Do you feel like you've been 100% involved or is your partner more into it? What are the vibes? It's a funny one, really. I mean, I guess at the start, uh, I kind of booked in some of the bigger stuff, like the church, and uh, and then we did the venue together. But I definitely took a massive backseat in regards to uh, planning. Um, I'm sure uh, I've bigged it up a little bit along the way to say I did more than I did. But I guess in, re- I guess in reality, uh, yeah, Scylla, my uh, fiancé, she did... Uh, Probably about 90% of the work, and I think in her own words, she calls me the worst grown-up ever. Why? Just because I'm absolutely shit. <laughs> I really am. I'm, I'm... We're both TV producers in real life, yeah. IRL. Where we're supposed to be organised for a living. This is our job. We basically organise other people to do what we want to do. Yeah, I mean, work-wise, if I had to plan a wedding, I could probably get it sorted within... Probably the week, week and a half most. But uh, yeah, give me two years and I still struggle. Um, I don't know what it is. I think it's just when it's your own personal wedding, you have too many opinions on it, I guess. So uh, so every time something, she asks me a question or to do something, I'll put it off or I'll think about it too much. Um, and then in reality, she's just a lot better at, uh, at, at making final decisions than me. Yeah, But like you said, work-wise, I could do it in, in a heartbeat. But uh, I guess when it's your own, I've been pretty shit. Come on. <laughs> Come on, I've seen you at your desk doing your work. <laughs> I know, I've been going over going, how's the wedding planner going? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I found it quite stressful, actually. Um, I did, really. It's, uh, I found it quite a lot, especially in the last few weeks when you're trying to tie in all the loose ends and, and get the final bits down. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know, what can I say? Scylla really did plan most of it, if I'm honest with you. About like the marketing, because I really wanted this week to all be about trying to include the blokes, the guys, a little bit more. But I really struggle when you look at the mainstream. And I hate using the word mainstream, but I'm probably not considered a mainstream wedding media person. But when you look at wedding magazines and blogs, a lot of it is just focused on what the woman wants. So it makes it, I think, pretty hard for you guys to feel like your opinion counts sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said yourself, I'd say it primarily probably is maybe. 80 to 90 percent focused on women um i mean which is fair enough because i suppose from a lad's point of view i wouldn't be too madly involved in in, in all that sort of preparations but i mean if you were to ask me what i was interested in it was probably more the fashion sense what i was going to wear on the day uh, and obviously the stag do what i was going to do on that but but when it comes to the actual wedding day itself like i didn't i didn't really care what color carpet we were walking up to no, no one gives a shit about no. what color really when it comes to it do you no one yeah, should care yeah. what color do you want in the back of the chairs or, no. or do, we, do we even want chair covers you know god forbid we have the dilemma but uh, did you do it cuz my one of my phrases my catchphrases is fuck chair covers yeah i mean we generally i, I uh, i'd follow that fuck chair cover routine but um <laughs> The other alternative was to rent uh, the replacement chairs that we wanted, and I think it was a good 800 quid to change the chairs, and I just thought, you know what, I'd rather spend it on honeymoon mm-hmm. than, uh, than have someone rest their fucking jacket over it. <laughs> you know, the big thing, message is, vendors listening to this podcast need to buy better chairs so people don't have to cover their shitty plastic chairs with awful covers. Well, exactly. Word for word, I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, yeah. Get the fucking sash off and, and invest in a more expensive, nicer chair that we don't need to cover. Sash. It's awful. I know, it's awful. But, um, I mean, luckily enough, our venue is beautiful. It's a, it's like it's an old ballroom. It's like one of the oldest hotels in, in the west of Ireland. Um, so our theme is, is fitted into it quite nicely. Uh, what is the theme? 
Oh God, I say theme very loosely there. <laughs> it's it's quite, uh, I suppose maybe elegant. I've, if that's even a theme, I don't even know. Um, In Irish, like you, it's an elegant theme. It's yeah, beautiful. I mean, yeah. I'm already sold. Yeah. You're, you're going to go on, it's a trash can theme. And I'll be like, oh, fine. Yeah. Sounds yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, use the accent to the advantage. Yeah. Um, it'd be like, we're all wearing tuxes, black tuxes, quite classical. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, and... Uh, and I have, well, I can't actually talk about Silla's dress because I don't know what it looks like yet. But have you worn a tux before? I haven't. No, no, this is the first time. So uh, looking forward to it. Myself and the brothers hopefully will pull them off. Um, of course you will. But, but we never know. Uh, it, uh, but it is quite nice. It's, it's a lovely hotel and it should fit in quite nicely with, uh, with, with it on the day. If we were to go back in time, say, now you've been planning this wedding for a while. Yeah, I mean, we've had a long engagement. It's been two and a half years. Uh, definitely two and a half years is way too long to be engaged. I can hand to heart say that. This wedding better work out, this marriage, because I will not do it again. Um, but uh, yeah, but two and a half years is too much. I mean, a year engaged would have been plenty. Because you just feel like you're thinking about it too much. It's dragging on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were meant to get married last year, but we did put it off just because we moved to a new country and things like that. That does get in the way of things. Yeah, it was a little bit stressful, so we, we put it off for an extra year. But um, but yeah, my God, because you just end up thinking about it. And then every fucking day someone's asking you about it or every weekend someone's asking you about it. So for literally two, two and a bit years, you've been plagued about a wedding. Um but no, thankfully, it's here now. So. This, well, this time next week, you don't have to think about it anymore. Oh, this will be it. Done and dusted on honeymoon, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the stress of planning a wedding will no longer be following me. Hopefully, I look a few years younger and, uh, and yeah. Oh, that's not possible. Now, and then you won't have to think about it. You will, you'll just be relaxing in Bali on your honeymoon. Quite jealous about that. You'll be home straight. It'll be fine. Yeah, well, hopefully. You know, I feel like, uh, geez, the last, the last month in itself has been a lot just a lot more stressful just because you obviously finish work and then again by the time you have the dinner done and all that you're you're literally getting back into wedding plans by nine o'clock um and that's been it monday to friday and then the weekend you try to enjoy yourselves which you do for a little bit but then gotta get back on the straight on the wedding plans you know what i mean so yeah my god bring on the honeymoon and literally just do nothing final 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 thoughts here for other groom chillers listening to this for other groom chillers let's see uh god Pace, definitely uh, be a little bit involved because, God forbid, you don't show enough interest. You'll definitely hear about it on the other Fucking dead. Yeah, exactly. exactly. it's nice to be involved because it's your... You're getting up there doing it together. Yeah, exactly. No, it is. Um, uh, Let me think. If you're flying home, uh, don't ever suggest that she puts the dress under the plane in a suitcase. (gasps) I made that mistake. And what did she say? Forget it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tell me to go and shite. Have you uh, seen those guys loading in the bag? Sometimes I sit on the plane (laughs) and these guys with ill-fitting pants, always with the bad trousers, like up around their ass and their elbows, and then they're chucking the fucking bags on. She's probably spent a bit of cash on this dress. You don't want them, some guy called Barry chucking the dress around. (laughs) Exactly. Barry, with no fucks given, would definitely just throw it in. But uh, yeah, so we had to rent a seat to fly the dress home. uh, Are you kidding? No, no, the dress is sitting on a seat beside us on the flight home. So uh, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it'll be quite interesting. Me, Scylla, and the dress on another chair. So, um, (laughs) yeah. But no, any other advice? Just, uh, yeah, definitely pay interest. Don't suggest the luggage under the plane. Um, and just, I don't know, maybe plan a bit better so you don't have to be fucking doing it at midnight every other night of the week and stress. Working TV so you can do it discreetly at your desk. 
Exactly, like what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks, too, very discreetly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I only noticed because you've said it and because <laughs> I have an eye for these things. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, my, uh, my series producer probably isn't taken too fondly of me planning my wedding, but... Uh, Oh, well, well between, between you and me, I run a wedding podcast from my desk as well, and <laughs> no one seems to have caught on yet. Well, we're getting away with it nicely, thankfully. Yeah, we well, congrats in advance. Enjoy Bali. Just relax. Enjoy the wedding in your tux. Well, thank you very much. Hopefully it'll all go well, as long as the weather holds out on the day in the west of Ireland, which we can't really hope for. Really. Well, I wish you luck on all that. We do live in a, in a sort of region that is notoriously shit, but I feel like Saturday, it's your day. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Um, we see how it goes. Anything after three o'clock, we don't give a shit about. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. We'll be inside just to get the odd little picture or two out front, I guess. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be happy. Congrats. Thank you very much. Thank you. Right. Let's go back and pretend to work. Yeah, on we go. <laughs> <laughs> of course, if there are any people listening that know anything about where I work or what I do, I do work very hard. I just want that to be known. I don't do too much podcast stuff at my desk. <clears throat> uh, anyway, it was great to hear from Stephen and it's lovely to hear his advice. I do agree with him. Two and a half years is a pretty long engagement, especially when you are constantly working at planning things. I sort of feel that the more I learn about this industry and the more I do this podcast, that short engagements are really the way to go. They really are. It's one of those situations where if you, like he said, if you've got a task to do really quickly, it's sort of nice to go, I'm going to smash through this. I'm going to get it done. There is no dicking around. We are just going to put our heads down and make it happen. And maybe even if you, uh, I get lots of emails and voice messages from people saying, I'm getting married in 2018. I'm like, man, that feels like a long time away. And I love that people are really proactive and getting into it. But also I think, well, do you pace yourself? Do you just book the major things? Do you get the venue and the photographer booked in? I mean, some photographers won't take bookings two years in advance. Some are sure are happy to do it. But it's, it's, I think it's up to you how much you want to do now. And also, I feel like way in advance, people's minds are changed. You might, I don't know, fall out with people. You might have a different idea about a dress two years down the track. So, yeah, I really enjoyed talking to Stephen and hearing his perspective and that perhaps two years of planning was a bit full on. And maybe he could have just crammed it all into four weeks like a true man. There is more of the Friday Quickie after this very short but very informative break. I have just realised, uh, welcome back by the way, Alicia, again, if you're new to the show, Alicia, I'm the host, if you haven't caught on yet, that's what I do. Uh, I've just realised that both of my guests I have recorded on work time, so I've just been making this disclaimer going, I definitely do a lot of work, although actually, as you will hear in this interview with Will, we were trying to find a quiet nook at work and then we would have, this is a different job because I work in television, I'm a freelance TV producer, I'm working in casting at the moment and you sort of float around, you do short contracts. So this interview with Will, we were working together on a couple of uh, documentary series and uh, we were trying to find a spot to go and talk and work was really noisy and they really worked you hard. So if I brought out my uh, podcast microphone, they'd be like, what are you doing? No one talks like that. So we went, okay, We it, sometimes we would walk to the supermarket at lunchtime to get some 
chow to get some lunch. And of course, as you will hear in typical English fashion, it was just pissing down when I decided to record. So you will hear at the beginning of the uh, interview, I'm walking under an umbrella. So that's the noise. If you like, if you want to sort of say Alicia's audio isn't very good in this, that's why. It's just the rain. It's an Australian living in London. I need to stop complaining about the shitty weather. Here it is. Thank you. This may be one of the weirder interviews I've done because we are outside walking under an umbrella. In the rain. In the pissing rain. And uh, this is the only time I've been trying to grab lovely Will to talk to him on the podcast. And we haven't been able to find a moment. So now we're walking to a supermarket. And this is it. Welcome to the show, Will. Thank you. You are an impending groom. Yes, less than 50 days now. Oh my gosh. And when we first met, you said, I'm getting married. And I'm going to get married in Canada. Now... This surprised me. I'm like, so do you know anyone in Canada? What's happening in Canada? What's the answer? Uh, no, I'm from London. My boyfriend's from Manchester, and we've never been to Canada ever. <laughs> so you've just gone, oh, fuck this, we're going to go to Canada. Kind of. It was a bit more... So, when, first of all, when we looked for a venue over here that we actually liked, we couldn't afford it. So we could have gone for somewhere we didn't like, but we didn't really want to do that. So then we started looking at going abroad, because it was much cheaper. Going you abroad? Could, you could get packages, etc. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't want to get married on a beach, because I'd be really sweaty, and that would be horrible if it was somewhere hot. Um, so <laughs> from from looking at a long list of nice places, we stumbled upon um, the Rocky Mountains in Canada. And um, that's where we stuck. Just hone in on a completely different country, which you have never visited, I must add. <laughs> well, Joe, Joe's very good at uh, researching, right. being on the internet, yep. and I'm sure he saw some wedding blog or someone's wedding photos of this venue in Canada where we're going, and it just looked absolutely beautiful. It was within budget, and we thought, well, why the hell not? Also, we love the idea of only inviting people we really wanted to be there. Yes. Not having to invite tons of people we didn't want to be there. And going abroad solved that problem for us instantly. How many people did you lose off the list straight away? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Probably a, a, at least 30. Great. And how many are coming now? 30. So you, you drop 30, you're going to a place. Are you nervous about going to a place for the first time and you're going to get married there? Um, no. The Not placing doubt, I just yeah. want... <laughs> well, the venue have been really good. They've Whenever we've asked for photos of anything, they have done that. They've just grabbed um, them off the internet. <laughs> they, uh, they've done, like, walkthroughs, fil- filming walkthroughs oh, of the rooms and stuff. That's nice. And we've got floor plans. So I, we feel like we know it inside and out. It's obviously just we haven't actually seen it with our own eyes. So I don't feel like that's going to be an issue. If we say the name of the venue, I'm going to bet your bottom dollar I will have a bride chiller or groom chiller listening that will be able to go, yeah, it's a great place. Where is it you're getting married? Uh, the Silver Tip uh, Resort in uh, Canmore, near Banff in Canada. Oh, I love Banff. You know my feelings about Banff. <laughs> I'm very. I can't pro- wait to go. I've never been, so I'm, I can't wait. <laughs> Fifty-five days now. It is Groom Chiller Week, and you're a double groom situation. Do you get annoyed with people saying same-sex marriage? Do you think it just should be weddings and marriage? Do we need to put same-sex in it, or are we still in that zone? I think we probably are still in that zone. Oh, come on. I would I would say so. It, it doesn't it doesn't really bother me. Right. Um, That's good. I would say there's, within the gay community, to use that Please. Uh, term, there's probably some people that have absolutely no interest whatsoever about getting married. But then there are another half that absolutely are. Yeah. 
but for me, that term doesn't bother me, no. What does bother me, and does, does bother Joe, is when you go to all these wedding places, whether it's a supplier or a website or whatever, and um, it's always just talking about the bride and groom. Yeah, and this is a... I, I, I've talked about this a lot on the podcast. I try and keep things as gender neutral. I know it's really hard because a lot of the wedding industry is still into the boys and girls, and you go, it should just be equality for all. Everyone should be involved. And also, can I just say, without being offensive, the pink dollar, as they would refer to, is a lot of money. Why are people not bringing in gay couples to enjoy their weddings? From I mean, we have when I say when I when I said what I just said, yes. we've experienced no issues at all Good. or anything like that. It's just um, Canada; they're open-minded. Well, precisely, precisely. I think people would just when you think of weddings in terms of a business, you do automatically think, and probably quite rightly because it's more, yes. you think of bride and groom. Yes. But. Uh, they should just open their open their minds a little, perhaps. Yes, and while you also open your wallets. <laughs> yes, well, precisely. <laughs> and be obviously equal for all, blah blah blah. Uh, not blah. I'm not blah blah blowing your. Sure, my, my human rights. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> now, if I walk in here with a microphone, do you think they're going to fuck us off? I'm We're just not sure. walking into the supermarket. Let's give it a crack. Yeah, Security. Hang on, he's got to shake his umbrella. So, Will and I do work at the same TV production company. And I have been... Uh, let's just walk past this security guard very discreetly because my microphone's quite obvious. Uh, we have been working at the same production company. When I said I'm doing a wedding podcast, you know, I, it, it, you said you're getting married. I said, we have to talk. Oh, God, there's some yelling in the supermarket. For ruffians. They're ruffians. Look how dirty my shoes are from the rain now. Let well. me look. Oh, he's got a very white shoe that's no longer very white. It is Groom Chiller Week, and as I said, you've got two grooms going on in your situation. What has the planning been like? She's really keen to be... Can you... Just so much yelling. What's the planning been like? Who's been doing more? Are you equal? Is someone being more interested, or what? Um, Joe has done... 75% 75% of the planning. Oh, good on Joe. Um, I think he would be, he would agree if I said he does something, whether it's designing something for us to look at or choosing something or just organising anything. Yeah. I come in and go, no, let's change this or let's do that or let's how about this way. Hang on, so he does uh, the groundwork. Thank you for guiding oh, yeah, him. The... I nearly ran into someone. He does the groundwork yes. and then you come in and go, no, I don't like it. At the very beginning, he called me a bridezilla <gasps> and that was absolutely not what I thought I was or what everyone else thought would be the situation in our relationship. I don't think I am that. I don't think I am that. Um, Who proposed? I proposed. So you st- you started all this. Yeah. And But you're saying, go and do my running around. You do sound a bit like a bride's like, Go and do my <laughs> running around, and then I will tell you what I don't like or do like, and then I will make the decision. Does he come fight back? I feel like we need Joe here. This yeah, feels well, a little un- one-sided. Yeah, it does. Um... Uh, he, I, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I, oh, fine. I'm a bridezilla. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm you're not. a groom chiller. I'm a groom chiller. This is what this week's all yes. about: celebrating yes. the groom, yes. celebrating guys getting we involved more. We haven't got that stressed about things because, most first of all, because of the location, we can't. There's someone we can't go and look at, or we can't organise. Either we don't do it, or we'll find another way to do it. So only I like that point you just made because if it is a destination, yeah. You make your decision, and that's it, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, for example, last week, we had decided ages ago what our wedding favours are going to be. And we were really happy with it. We loved it. They were quite pricey, hmm. but we were really happy. Then last week, we just reassessed it and thought, that is 
quite a lot of money just for a wedding favour, which ultimately is something half the room keep, half the room never even look at. Mm. So we've reassessed. We've um, ditched them. We've ditched them. Oh. Um, which means that logistically there's a lot less things to worry about, which is great. Money, we have more money for other things. And the things we are now doing for the wedding favours already existed. We'd already had them, so... Yeah, I'm going to congratulate you on that because that's something I talk about a lot in the show. There's a child yelling behind me, which is very annoying. Uh, sorry, child, you you have the rights to do that, but not when I'm recording podcasts. But one thing I do say is that yeah, people usually, you know, favors are either things that people eat when they're drunk at the wedding, or they leave in a cab, or they take it home and feel guilty about going. Oh fuck, how long do we have to keep hold of this shit for? Or then they go, oh, this is tat. So I, I don't I don't feel like I want to disclose what it is, but. <laughs> Our favour, our favour is a thing that you can. Oh, um, your current favour. Our current one, the one yeah. we're now sticking with, it's a thing that already existed, as I said, in the grand scheme of the wedding, right. um, and it's a thing that you can use beyond the wedding, but also has bits that are like for there and now. I think. Oh gosh. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> this is seriously the only place we could find time to do an interview, which is ridiculous. Which shows how working in television just drains you of your whole life. <laughs> yes. I mean, trying to plan a wedding in it is fun. Well, how are you doing that? Do you do it on, on work the sly? Hours? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I try and run a business on the sly. You're planning a wedding on the sly. I look at other people and go, "What the hell? If you don't have a second or third project while at work, what are you doing with your life?" Thankfully, obviously, there's not that much longer to go. So most, of, all the big stuff's done. It's all the stupid little things like what colour is this going to be, or how many of that shall we get. Um, and thankfully, we're coping well. Does it's Joe, all good. Does Joe send you little messages in the day going, "Are you onto this?" Um, we have a master's to-do list right. in a shared Google Doc. Love it. So we can both be in it and we know what's left to do or et cetera. Um, um, yeah, we're in that at the same time, as often as we can. Yeah, and we're going to walk up and down the same aisle again that we're in. Um, last question. I mean, I could have talked to you all day. clothing. It'll be quiet there. Well, the, the t-shirts kind of clothing. Come on. the sound. Come on, come on. That's where the screaming children was before. Children was, were. There was only one. One child, but making enough noise for multiple children. Oh, it is quieter in here. We've left the refrigeration area. Oh, we're in the kids' clothing area, which is a little dodgy. Um, Only for me. Is that dodgy? Um, um, No, yeah, no. Yeah, it's very posh. What do you think life will be like after the wedding's done? Um, Well, I... I feel like it would nothing. It will be the same. Yeah. Just we haven't got to plan a wedding, just which be... would be nice because we can do things at the weekends and not have to worry about money all the time. It's like a free. It's a really nice feeling afterwards. And you know we're going to have a little uh, debrief. Oh so sure, okay. Someone needs at the front desk. So I'll be back, guys. <laughs> Unless we get stuck in the supermarket forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish you well. Hey, just tell me before you go, what were the favours that you ditched? Um, it was uh, individual small glass bottles in the shape of a maple leaf filled with maple syrup. Okay, well, that's very Canadian. Correct. I like it. But fine. I'm fine with you just ditching those. I mean, I'm, I was very sad about ditching them because I had loved them for so long. And we talked about so many things and that was our favourite right from the very beginning. And it has, uh, has relevance to where you're going and the Brits all coming to Canada. Suck on some maple syrup. It's delicious. I get it. Yeah. So I, I was sad, but now I'm going to make what we are stuck with even better. All right, well, we will wrap it up and go and find some sort of lunch in this huge, awful supermarket. Thank you. Congrats on your up, uh, upending, upending, pending nuptials. Pending, pending, thank you. I need some lunch. So now you have heard two very professional interviews, one in a hallway where you can hear people coming and going, and another in a supermarket. 
That is how I roll. I mean, that's professional journalism if I've ever heard it. And now my husband has returned home. What are you doing? I'm taking apart IKEA furniture to see if I can make it smaller. If you missed that, he's taking apart IKEA furniture just to see if he can make it smaller. And he's returned home from a game of tennis. It's 10.30 on Monday night, and this is what we choose to do with our lives. As I'm recording a podcast, husband is... All right, steady on. Removing... uh, I don't know, what what are you going to do with that? Okay, it's a shoe, just, no one gives a shit about this, obviously, but it's a shoe rack that we purchased during the episode where we went to Ikea, and it was the only piece of the furniture that would not fit where it was supposed to fit. It was too long, but now Rich has got an idea. What are you going to cut it with? Pipe cutter. Oh, oh, you idiot. Pipe cutter. I'll update you next week on whether Rich still has fingers and uh, whether we are able to use the shoe rack because it's a very important thing to be doing on a Monday night at 10.30pm. Needless to say, you'll probably be hearing more of this sparkling repartee on uh, Significant Other. Thank you for your wonderful feedback from everyone, especially when we announced that on Monday we had some really solid tweets and, uh, and messages on the Facebook as well saying how much people are looking forward to it. Because I think it's the first time we've really sort of said what the show is going to be about and what it's called. We've got a logo now, which I will be sending out. And uh, if you are on the newsletter, the mailing list, whatever we want to call it, what is the sexy name for a mailing list? Pamela Leaflet. The Pamela Leaflet list. E-Leaflet. E-Leaflet, that's shit. Look, if you've given me your email address, if you know... You'd know, I don't send a lot of stuff to you. Sometimes I send little specials. If I find something, I'll send it to you. I might write a nice note. But if you are on the mailing list, I'm really selling it. Uh, We will be sending a special exclusive preview of the show in the next couple of weeks. I'm not allowed to promise when because Rich is worried that I'm overworking myself. And he sort of says... Cool your boots, Sally. Don't you? Cool your jets. Cool your jets, not boots. Right, I've taken up enough of your time this sunny, potentially, Friday, wherever you are. And uh, I hope you're enjoying the new Bride Chill Up podcast. Really, it's nothing new, except for the snazzy new logo and the name. But, new attitude. New attitude. Still looking at that shoot? Yeah, he's gone. If you would like to leave me an iTunes review, uh, I don't know if this is a good example of an episode to be reviewing. Maybe. Maybe you loved it. I think the supermarket interview was particularly delightful with Will. And also, this is the point I was going to make, Will and Joe are going to be joining us on Significant Other because they have some marvellous stories about their annual birthday surprises. It's not a sex thing, I promise. Maybe it is, actually. He hasn't told me about that, but... They are going to be talking about their wedding on Bride Chiller and then also um, their special surprises on Significant Other. Again, that made it sound a lot dodgier than it probably is. If you would like to leave us, me, an iTunes review, we will be forever indebted. Please uh, head to iTunes, click five stars if that's what you think I deserve, and leave a couple of sentences. It's a really nice gesture. Also, we do accept donations. 
and uh, that is very easily done via PayPal. Listen to Cara Lee at the end of the show. She will give you more information. And also, we've got some amazing new merch that's available in the um, the shop, the store, if you want to go there and buy some stuff. It's got some great new merch. It's colorful. It's crazy. It's great. That's my new accent for today. Oh, gosh, there's the music. All right. Until Monday, happy days. <laughs>